Filing your taxes couldn't be easier than with H&R Block at home. Visit breakroom.tv slash taxes to claim an exclusive offer from Breakroom listeners and save 15% on the basic, deluxe, or premium packages. Oh, God. Where did it go? There it is. This is Morena Vacarin from Firefly and Homeland, and you're listening to The Break Room. That's why, ladies, her hands turned into banana peels. Previously on The Break Room. So we got a little bit of a different lineup this week than normal, wouldn't you say? Why? Yeah, I would say so. So the bus driver's not here. He is, uh, it's his turn, apparently, for a holdout for a better contract. Exactly. That has to alternate around everybody. Wanting himself to pay himself better, <laughs> I guess. So he is the owner of the Breakout Media Network. You'd think he'd be able to work those contracts disputes out <laughs> you'd, with you'd himself. Think so. but You'd think so. Meanwhile, in the lobby of the break room towers. Breaking news. KTBR Action News goes now to the break room towers where break room host Mark the Bus Hudson says he has an earth-shattering announcement. I want to thank you all for coming. Unfortunately, I have bad news that after six months of negotiations, I've decided to leave the break room and the breakout media team. Unfortunately, the powers that be at the breakout media network would not give me the contract I wanted. They only offered me $21 million per month, and as we all know, I cannot feed my children with that money. I've decided to accept an offer and a trade to the team of Mr. Thom Yorkie, and flee of a band called Atoms for Peace. They said they need a new and vibrant energy in their band, and I am the main person that can bring that to them. I will now take one question from the reporters. Mr. Hudson. Yes, yes, you, you, you from the Hollywood Variety, newspaper Variety. I, I have it on good authority that the rest of the guys in the show are, are actually thrilled with your sudden departure. Do you think that the show stands to benefit from your exiting? And if I may be allowed a follow-up question... No. How can you go on no. without the break room? No. Well, what you'll find is that the break room without the bus is the Three Stooges without Curly. Basically, when Curly Joe came around, he was a complete disaster and ruined the Stooges. That will be the break room with anybody else but me. And as to my former co-hosts, Glee that I'm leaving the show. Well, I say, I say, or Faye, stuck them in their stupid fucking asses. That's what I say. I'm out of here. Forty-eight hours later. Breaking news. We apologize for breaking in during the Charles in Charge reunion special, but KTBR Action News has learned that Mark Hudson has another amazing announcement. We go now to the break room towers where Mark the Bus Hudson has just arrived in his golden Conestoga wagon led by a pair of albino giraffes. (laughs) 
After a tough 48 hours, I have decided to return to my roots in the theater and return to the break room. After listening to the Thom Yorkie and Flea at Tomes for Peace album one time, I knew immediately that even I, with my mesmerizing presence and high energy levels, that's like taking a bath in a tub full of unicorn tears, even I could not save such a disaster of an album. I give it to my Albano giraffes who hump each other all day when they're not leashed to my Conestoga wagon, and I put headphones on them, and they immediately fell asleep and stopped humping each other. This is a disaster, and I've decided that the Breaker Out Media Network and the Break Room need me more than the world needs me to try to recover that awful, awful album. I will take one question from the massive bank of reporters that is waiting here in the foyer of the Break Room Towers. Mr. Hudson. Yes, you from Newsweek Variety, Hollywood Reporter Variety. Considering the massive amount of success that the break room has had in your absence, are you sure that the staff of the break room will even want you back? If they want to be led to ever new heights and actually earn some money for once, they will welcome me back into the bosom of the break room and put me on the pedestal to which I so rightly deserve with my golden cape and eucalyptus and crown and eucalyptus leaf crown. That's what I was trying to say. I hope you understand that reporter guy. Do you have a follow-up? No follow-up. I demand a follow-up. No follow-up. I demand a follow-up. I will now enter the elevator with my albino giraffes and ascend to the lofty heights to the 233rd floor of the Brick Room Towers. My people, I give you me, Mark Hudson Show. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Episode 157 of The Break Room. Ten minutes later. Ten minutes later after that very, very large, long intro. We've had a bit of a bit of a lineup change and a little bit of drama in the background, but everything seems like it came together okay. A lot of shifty shiftiness. Yeah, a lot of shifting around. Uh, that is the deep, booming voice of uh, Mark, as you heard in the intro there. Oh, yeah. Has decided to uh, return God. to the bosom. Mm, baby. Jeez. <laughs> the reporters failed to mention his writer that he demanded in his contract, though, which is that Thomas is now dressed as a character from the movie 300 at all times. <laughs> That's a good point. But he wants the authentic Spartan look. He doesn't want him to even wear uh, underwear. So he's sitting here nude with a tasteful red cape and a tasteful tuck. You have to have clothes to do a tasteful tuck. We already established the guy. No, no, no. You tuck it in with just putting your one leg over the other and um, you tuck your penis in. (laughs) Kind of Buffalo Billish, you know? That's that's the way you do it. This is the clothed Mr. Mr. Skin over here. Oh my gosh. No, it's the nude Mr. Skin. I guess he does Apparently have a cape, so. so, you know, it's not he's not completely nude. Jeez. I have mad props respect for uh, your hymen. <laughs> exactly. Hymens that are intact, you know, that's it's hard to find those these days. I have mad props respect for uh, Camel Toe Skin. <laughs> I'm giving out props left and right here. Oh my god. Let him in the number one chair. That's right. I am Dustin. I'm uh, joined by 
Thomas the Tasteful Tuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And I'm Mark. By your powers combined, I am Captain Paulette. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. We appreciate you joining the show as well. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Awesome. Stand by for news. Who else we got? Isn't he from the grave? Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thank oh you for gosh. watching us tonight. Uh, we got a, we got uh, quite a roster this week. <laughs> Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Hi, it's me, Dom DeLuise, the voice <laughs> of Itchy. <laughs> hey, I'm Lee Norris from One Tree <laughs> Amazing. Hi, I'm Joe Quad. Oh my god! I'm Bill Hill. McNeil. WNYX News Time, four o'clock. God. He's a little inaccurate, I'm although Batman. he's close. Oh, Batman! Is that we need the Christian Bale Batman? Amazing. I am the night automated <laughs> robot. <laughs> Car, if you prefer. Oh, man. Good. Hello, I'm Alan Thicke, reminding <laughs> you only 103 Christ. shopping days left until Christmas. I'm Mike Wallace. I don't I'm think that's accurate. <laughs> I'm Ed Bradley. I'm Steve Croft. I'm Leslie Stahl. Those <laughs> oh, stories and Andy Rooney tonight on 60 Minutes. It's close. There's like 300 days in there. Oh, he said 100. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. So oh, anyways, listening. There's so many people <laughs> introing. I just I got lost in the mix of it. <laughs> That's uh, all of our reporting team for the Amazing. action news. We have, we have quite an action team. Indeed we do, sir. So, <clears throat> we have any new voicemails this week or from the last three months that we haven't checked them? We actually do. Awesome. Uh, if I can find our stupid voicemail intro. No, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is Charles. I like the Napoleon intro better. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and how would you know because you're not here... Mark is uh, That's a good point. Mark is doing the drops and everything now. I haven't done this since the pickled embryo days, so he may struggle a little bit. Yeah, I, we've kind of done a rotation. I've kind of taken over the lead, and Thomas has stayed number two. I guess he likes being number two, and who doesn't like a good number two? Well, yeah, he does like a good number two. Let's go ahead and pull the curtain all the way back. I'll pull it all the way. Say back. that you know that we're kind of going to try out for a while. Everybody, everybody flip flopping. Yeah, uh, week in and week out. We all got stale in our position, so we kind of wanted to change them around. So and I think this could be could, could provide for some more fun. Runny diarrhea doo doo. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of that <laughs> all over the place. So anyway, so what voicemails oh. we got there, producer Mark? Well, we've actually, unfortunately, it has been exactly a month since we have um, played a voicemail. We received our last voicemail on February eighth, and the last month have been kind of chaos between sickness and last week's. Stuff and, and contract negotiations. The, Did the, you mean the sci-fi expo? I think. Yeah, our first voicemail was from February eighth that we have not played. So ah. my apologies that we have not played these. Yeah, it's I'm our sorry, fault. listener people. But uh, here we go. Here's our first one from February eighth. Hello, break room. This is. Oh, we have played that, haven't we? I want you to know that oh. I appreciate all the discussion of Gene West, and I do hope to hear more. All right, let's black this. Up. Hello, break room. <laughs> this is Professor Germanium. I want you to know that I appreciate all the discussion of Gene's West, and I do hope to hear more. That is all. Out, class. <laughs> let's black this up. I mean, let's back this up. We definitely have not played that one. No, before. we haven't. Okay. All right. Uh, is my that Felipe? Somebody said um, rape, rape at the end of it, too. That's uh, must really? be to old shows. Professor Geranium. He uh, said rape, rape at the end of it? He did. And I do hope to hear more. That is all. Out, class. Rape, rape. <laughs> so yeah that's gotta be must, must be listening to the old episodes this one is from february 9th hey what's up big it's chopping there hey listen man i just had the greatest idea ever so bear with me for a second all right you are the you guys ever considered making any break room merchandise of any kind is i would totally buy magnets magnets i've heard all the time totally Dills. especially if they had a picture 
of Thomas the Tank Engine holding a bottle of vanilla mouthwash. Anyway, yeah. Damn, you're traveling there. I think we will do that. In fact, we'll have him in his Spartan gear that he's now demanded to wear <laughs> holding a bottle of uh, mouthwash. Like a bottle of Listerine? No, yeah. with his penis dipped into a bottle of... Yeah, there you go. I think that's perfect. Dear yeah, have it on his or, crotch. Or, yeah, have it tastefully tucked into a bottle of Listerine. <laughs> That's a that's a deep tracks fan right there. We'll make one of those big like those huge sculptures of it that you see at, like the comic cons and stuff. God, <laughs> we have a. I mean, we, no one in the world will get. <laughs> they will. We'll be like, Spur- what is that weird guy doing? We'll give him a complimentary uh, copy of episode fifty, a CD. Oh, oh my God. Tastefully burned to a CD. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is tasteful. Why is he tastefully burned? Spacing. Why is his wiener in a mouthwash bottle? <laughs> Jeez. The answer within this disc. Oh my gosh. Um, well, we have discussed, I mean, merchandise off and on. We used to have the break room magnets that we didn't sell. No, nah, we never sold them. We anything. did a very limited exclusive run of like, what, less than 10? Yeah, it was They're very all, limited. They all have serial numbers on them. They do. Um, if you get the first run, then you're special. Right. Those are collector's Those items. Those are worth about, what, $12,000? At least now? on eBay. Yeah. I mean, if you can get them less than fifteen, I mean, you must have been seeing some good spots there. We are talking about doing magnets again, and I don't, you know, maybe we'll just use them as giveaway prizes or, like, best voicemail of the week or Damn. something like that. I don't know. But we've talked about doing magnets. We've got some stickers we're going to do. We'll reprint the exact same ones we had before that have breakroom.org on of them. Of course. <laughs> Just, awesome. just keep it all the same. But with scotch tape over it that just says TV. <laughs> yeah. hands are handwritten. We'll manually awesome. scotch tape each one of them <laughs> yeah. and put .tv on there. For that authentic flavor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, awesome. Traveling Bear also um, Facebooked me and uh, asked he's, he asked if we could go to San Diego Comic-Con next year. I don't, th- I don't know if we're ready for that. He was San talking about Diego? getting a, yeah, go yeah. to San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego San, Comic-Con? San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, getting a Kickstarter, but I don't know. Probably, if Probably, can... I would say at the earliest, it would be probably two years if we're still yeah. doing it then. Yeah. I don't see us doing a big San Diego yeah, trip next year. What would you say if we're still doing okay. it? Okay. Well, when we're doing it. Okay. After we sell all of Thomas's Tasteful Tuck statues and we can afford to go there. Where are we getting the money to fund these statues in the first place? It's true. It'll Plus, be like, it'll be like no five of the Concords where, these. <laughs> where Brett was selling the Super Straws for a dollar that cost three. We're going to be doing that with the statues. <laughs> That's a good point. Um,. But yeah, we're. I don't know. We'll do. I would love to go to San Diego Comic Con, but I don't think talking we can. About I mean, yeah. but uh, that would be that would be a big project to take care of. I mean, we we would have to we could go drive next year it and have Holiday Road playing the whole time. As that's we a go. good point. Thomas loves that song. If we were going to do that though, we would have we would have had to already buy tickets for next year. I think. Damn. I think they're maybe they haven't gone to sell yet. But they. How about media? You passes? have to buy them like a year in advance, <sighs> dude. We can't get. Media passes for the local one yet? I don't we know might, if we'll be able to We might to be able to do the second one, right? Yeah, maybe two years from now. Well, I thought this no, one in May we May. might be able to. Oh, maybe in May we will. But yeah, so there you go. We're maybe. Gonna try. But, uh, That's technically the Comic-Con. The other one was the Sci-Fi Expo. Yeah, right, so. right. Um, but when I, is it? The San Diego one? It'll be, it's in July every year, I think. So July of next year? Yeah, July of 2014. Yeah, that's the huge, huge one, which would be awesome. That would be awesome. All kinds but, of fucking people are there. Yeah, that would require a lot of planning and we'd, hotels. Like They have a lottery system for hotels now. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's that We'll just stay with Traveling Bear. Or his that, family. Hey, if he's close enough, maybe he would. It's yeah. a good point. We'll stay at his mom's house. Uh, we've got another message here. Hmm. Doesn't well, it's playing. To be any content. In maybe it's Helma. Got confused Hello? again. <laughs> Greta, this is Helma. And we have another one from March first. Hmm. Hello. Hey I just wanted to let you know that I. Really enjoyed the review of the Adams for Peace uh, album, 
and I'm enjoying your show. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that. And uh, uh, I don't have anything else to add at the moment, but uh, this is a devoted fan of Giddy Horse. So I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the show. Bye. You're just a hick telling a tall tale. It's Giddy Horse. I think he. You're gonna make fun of him for a listening frequent tweeter. to the show. No, he's. Uh, I think I. Yeah, I think we've. I think he likes. He's one of our Facebook page likers, which you can find at facebook.com/slash breakroom show. He follows us on Twitter as well. And Twitter, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So uh, thanks, Giddy. Thanks for the response. So that's all our voicemails. Uh, do to do. Where's the? We number? have any emails that we can? Uh, we don't have any emails, but you can call us. Four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. See, he also hates the uh, Our Lady Peace version. Plus one. Oh, four, okay, six, there it is. Nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Plus one. Four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Better? It is. All right. All right. Appreciate it. So let's tastefully tuck, I guess, into the <clears throat> next thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're introing into a new segment, which I don't remember what, what we're it's gonna, called. Well, so. not we're going to talk about the other that. couple things. Oh, we're yeah, we are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah okay. we, had, we have a lot of housekeeping I forget. We need today. to like write out a run sheet, so I actually remember. I got it over here. Yeah, Thomas wrote one out. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> but Thomas so, had a good idea. It, yeah, it was it was actually kind of my idea. I was, I've was i been you know listening to all the old shows again. and uh, Pal. Is this a comment? It came across the the weight challenge from back yonder. And... I don't know, got to thinking about it, sent a text the other day, and apparently everybody's on board. The three of us uh, just t- kind of talking about doing a weight challenge, similar no. that we did before. So, you're no. not into it anymore? No. I'm not into it at all, <laughs> I'm sorry as you can that. tell. But anyway, uh, just be kind of a, I think just the three of us just kind of do it and give a weekly breakdown of what we're doing. And uh, so know, did, Tell us more about weight challenges. Well, a weight challenge is when uh, someone, you know, a group of people get together and decide that, never mind. Okay. Anyway. That, that was good. That was good commentary. Good. Cool story, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Except that was on topic. That's Chat true. Ass. It was. Anyway. So, listen for that. Uh, maybe Listen with week. your audio ears. Yeah. And you'll hear it sometime. We'll get that started. So, I think we're going to start... Next week will be the first day. That's okay. when the contest starts. That, that'll work. And then we're going in that'll on... the first day of next week. Right. We're all pitching a little bit of financial. Well, next, yeah, we're going to do, what, $33.33? Yes. And then... Uh, and then that fractional point zero zero three That'll be donated by the fan, by the fans. Yeah. Oh, that, that last fraction will be donated by the person who ends up last place. There you go. They have to pay point three four. <laughs> there you go. And because we're not all the exact same body bu- height and weight and build... We were be, at one it'll point. Then <laughs> we broke off into three people. It'll be based on percentage. <laughs> <laughs> we're all unified as one thing <laughs> and then we're like cells dividing <laughs> slowly Thomas's little head poked out oh and <laughs> coming out of it <laughs> as a single cell organism <laughs> just a big laughing head coming up <laughs> into the vagina and out the ass that's how it came out <laughs> when did I ever say that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's there's all your that shit to begin with, so I don't know why. What ass and vaginas? No, the whole. Never mind. It doesn't uh, matter. Anyway, no, you don't like it. the double dead? I like the double dead. I hate the fact that it has to involve Britney. <laughs> <I, laughs> what it involves? Vaginas? Yes. 
the Billy Mays Hall of Fame that's housed in Britney Spears' <laughs> yes, vagina it makes complete part. logical sense. <laughs> What's wrong with me? It's a replica. It's, the entrance is a replica of her vagina, and the true. exit is a replica of her butthole. Uh, it's true. It's not her actual body. That's a good point. Oh, oh, okay. Well, now it makes sense. <laughs> Doesn't it? God. Perfect sense. It's ridiculous. It anyway. So back to the weight loss challenge. <laughs> that's pretty much it. It's so, just going to be, a, you know, we'll give losing weekly weight. updates on it. Next week will be what, uh, the official day. That will be Thursday the 14th. Yeah. And then we are actually going to end it on America's birthday, July 4th. July 4th. When America went in the vagina and out the ass right. on July 4th. That's a good point. <laughs> Jeez. So, so I thought it was. It'll be all by uh, weight loss percentage, since we are yeah. no longer the same being. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we have been, to do it. It would have been interesting for us to do a weight loss challenge when we were the same being. <laughs> We just weigh so, our heads. What is our weight loss challenge? <laughs> we have to talk like that too, since we're all one God. one being together. Exactly, one collective. <laughs> all right. So and that's the end of that. Really, the other thing I should mention, I just realized a few minutes ago, is that we are celebrating our birthday because it was this week in 2006 that we started the show. Oh, really? Was it? Wow. Yeah. So it's been what? Uh, How? Some amount of years. A day or two? Yeah. Yeah. Some amount of years. It's been years since that year. Yeah. That's uh, what? <laughs> seven years. Seven yeah, years. something yeah. like that. So we're a seven-year-old show. Mm. Annals of history. Mostly. Well, we are. I mean, we kept the show alive by doing one show a year for a while. That's true. So we're seven years old. Did we do one in 2012? We're going to no, first grade. we started this back up in 2013, so in fairness. Shortly thereafter. So we so, kept it alive. We were close, yeah. We were close, yeah. So we're uh, old enough for first grade now. That's yeah. true. And maybe even second. Second grade, actually, really. Second yeah. Is that second grade? Five grade. I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about kids. I don't know either. Like, anybody can even know that. No one can. <laughs> No one can research it or find out anything about it. Oh my gosh! But this is really hard when you know you want to play a drop, but you don't know where it is in the entire bank because you're not familiar with it. Yeah, so, I'm oh sure well. it is. Well, it'll probably be a little more drop free this time. <laughs> that would have been really funny. You guys just will never just ever say know. it. Say what you were gonna do. I don't want to grow up. I'm a tourist kid. Oh yeah, that I don't know where that is either. It's in here somewhere. That's yeah. definitely what you should start doing. <laughs> I'm just gonna start saying can't all the drops. Find it, just start doing the drop. You should. Exactly. Exactly. Man. Never mind, that's not really important. Come on, sure. bro, tell the story. Well, I was just going to say, the show where we had F-13 on to do news, it sucks that you played a drop over him because he totally did the, this may not be the greatest topic in the world quote. Uh, it was funny. Is was Felipe it? with you? No, not today. He's not no, with us. No, you're not How with us today. How the fuck did you get in here? Get the fuck out. Why are you eating my food? Get out. What? <laughs> eating his food from San Francisco. <laughs> oh, in the scroll's out. In the scroll <laughs> of the Metroplex. Of the San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and then we should announce our other project that we talked about a couple weeks ago, just while we're going through issues, and that is the Break Room Slumber Party. We did talk about doing that, yeah. I guess we did talk about it. I thought we confirmed that we were going to do oh, it. Okay. Did we? I don't know. When are we doing this? Uh, I think we're going to do it. We're going to try to do it when Stefan is here in June. Now, what is the basis for the well, slumber the party? The basis oh, is right. we're staying forgot, over here. Thomas is going to issue onesies to all of us. Right. We have a onesie collection. <laughs> Jesus. Various superhero onesies. <laughs> we're all going to be sitting down on the floor with our, uh, you know... Head down on our hands, and we're going to be kicking our feet up in the air. We're going to be telling cool stories. Watching Blossom. Yeah, cool watching, stories, bro. Exactly. Drinking a lot of liquor. Watching yeah. Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> can't do, yeah, you can't do a proper slumber party Talk, without Joey Lawrence. Talking about crazy, crazy times at Jeans West. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Tell all kinds of Jeans West stories. But uh, I think the, the main goal is we're gonna, we want to go to one place where we can drink and not have to worry about driving. If we could get it sponsored by Jeans West, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Would I think be, they're still existing they, in they Australia. They can provide the uh, Jeans onesies. 
Get them onesies. <laughs> that'll be real fun. <laughs> Especially in June when it's starting to heat up. I know. And Thomas doesn't run air conditioning, so it's going to be super hot. What the hell does that mean? You like to sit there with it being 85 degrees and you don't even care. Okay, that was an old Dave complaint about your old apartment, but it's a good point. Anyway, I did like. Well, it it was cool in that apartment. It doesn't matter. Anyway, go ahead. No, it's not that important. It's a cool story, bro. It. No, it's not. You started the shit. <laughs> anyway, so are we done? I'm not. I'm just not. I don't know. <laughs> good God. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so the break room slumber party is. I think we're going to drink a lot, and we're going to have people over. All of our former guests, hopefully, Javi, yeah. Angela, Zed, Damon, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Stefan will be here, and we're just going to have a break room slumber party, and we're going to record as much of the night as we can, I think, and so, we'll see what we'll see what happens. So let's throw invites out to uh, Nate and Felipe yeah. if they want to be here, and you got, uh, we can even get you on the phone, maybe. Marla and uh, you can have your own slumber party at your remote location. Right, exactly. Have your local break room slumber party. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We'll be with hey, you in spirit. Record, we'll yeah, we're encouraging in. everyone to do it yeah, across, we'll, we'll across America. In. Yeah, we can Skype everybody in. Absolutely, awesome. We'll talk. We'll just we'll go the entire night. We'll try to stay up all night and see the sunrise we together lovingly. We'll go to bed. We'll try twelve thirty. We, well, we are all eighty. Yeah. So I think I think we'll have more. You know details to come on yeah, this, but, but it's definitely something to be looking yeah, for. So we'll track it. As we schedule guests, we'll have to go through very, everybody's agents. We'll spreadsheet we'll it. We'll just record the entire night and then have all of the show content to be able to use. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll. It's going to take a while to parse that, but because uh, getting drunk and broadcasting is never a good, a bad recipe at all. Because Thomas lives right by about. 52 bars so we'll have that or we'll have uh or we'll have alcohol here as well so we can do a combo or maybe i think it'd be kind of fun to be out and do some random man on the street if we actually get some beer balls to do it really actually would be crazy you know we we should we should do it on a saturday that way we can get the local scene down here when people are really out and about exactly oh yeah i I would think friday or saturday for sure maybe we can go up to urban douche and that's uh, true check that out ask them what required what's required to be as douchey to be in here yeah, how do you have to be to be in here? <laughs> but uh, okay, so that's probably all the updates we need, right? Yeah, Do we have any more updates it. to do. Okay, all right. So I've got a new segment. Sorry for taking so long with the housekeeping, but that's, you know we have right. a lot of announcements. We're we're happening, guys. Exactly. So uh, we're oh there it is. Uh, <laughs> I have a new segment. So here we go. Here comes the break room breakdown. We report. We decide. Break it down, play on. Why'd you have to do the Fox News intro? It's different. We report and we decide. True, I guess. <laughs> We're the most fair and balanced podcast First ever. First thought this was take me to the crossroads or whatever. <laughs> yes. No, but that'll be in there now. <laughs> Maybe say the right lyrics, but sure, put them in there. So the purpose of the break room breakdown is there's something out there that maybe we don't have a lot of knowledge about. Maybe it's something new in culture. Maybe it's something like you've never listened to the entire Beatles discography or the entire Radiohead discography, or you want to explain something or you don't understand something. Or the entire Naveed discography. Or the entire Naveed. There's two sitting in the wall behind us. That's true. We need to go through those. But um, I came across the other day, and when 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 I become aware of memes, usually they're on their way out. But in this case, it you're was... Not, you're not on top of memes? Not always. Not like I used to be. Hmm. I don't... I tend to... I tend like, to go to my pop culture for you. You know, I mean, I don't know. You seem to have, like, all kinds of the pop culture references, and you seem I try, to be in the know. I'm not as good as I used to be. I, I tastefully tuck my head down in the sand a lot of times these days. 
Um, the latest one, of course, being Harlem Shake. That's the the one that's I guess peaked now and probably on its way Shake? up. You haven't seen that one where people are. There's a song, I guess. There was a dance in the '80s, and it's made a resurgence with a song I guess called Harlem Shake. Gotcha. Uh, some guy out of Australia. They this these two teenagers or some teenagers did a video to the song mm-hmm. where two people are dancing with the song playing in the background, and then the song breaks, and then people suddenly appear out of nowhere, and they're wearing crazy mascot heads and shit like that oh no that has then inspired other people to do all these videos um every every company and tv shows have done like supernatural did one and ah, okay <clears throat> it's quite the viral dumb, sensation but anyway it's it's mildly amusing but it's gone way too far yeah but the one i i really became aware of recently i actually started all the way back in 2008 and this is goats that yell like humans ah, it yes. started in 2008 but it's really really come to prominence uh last super bowl month. did it I think the Super Bowl did it because there was a Super Bowl ad that had a screaming goat in it. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even see that. Yeah, mm. apparently I was Doritos or something like that, and it was oh, like, I didn't know supposedly that. sitting on a couch. And totally did not see that. I only know I that either. from the local huh. station that we all listen to. They describe the screaming goat they play all the time. Yeah, well, so if only it came from that. We could have confirmed that last week. If only Zed was here. He's a PepsiCo employee. True. So, anyways, this started. Type him in. Let's let's go. Uh, this started in 2008 in August. Uh, there was a guy named Justin McLennan was hiking in Peru and he heard someone yelling and then discovered that it was a it was actually a goat. And this video, when he posted this, got over 3.5 million views. So what motivated this was I, I we needed Mark Scream in there too. <laughs> I'm sure we'll mix that up. <laughs> but I started hearing these a lot of seen videos lately, and I had no idea where this came from. So I started backtracking it, and and I'm going to be your Audible Wikipedia on goat yelling. Oh, thank you. So amazing. Uh, the it took about a year, I guess, a year and a half, and then somebody in 2009 found this video after it had gotten some acclaim. And then decided that he would then mash up the yelling goat with Usher's song, Papers. <laughs> okay. So it made a video. <laughs> That's amazing. So that, and that clip actually goes on for like two minutes. It's way too much. That song sucks, but... You know, it's funnier with a goat. Yeah, it's funnier. With, it's better with a goat. Yeah, better too. So then, in August of 2010, um, I guess about yeah, about you know nine months later, or whatever, eight months later, nine months. Someone, uh, some months later, it it. Let's not, took let's on, not bog down in the math. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> math is hard. Someone took the video of the goat and then mixed it with Oprah Winfrey introducing guests, and the video then got another 1.2 million hits. <laughs> my dear delightful friend Julia Roberts. <laughs> it was about a year and a half ago when I first met Madonna. There's a lot more. I just cut down to the best ones. It's so great. That's pretty good. That's better than the Usher mashup. Uh, and then on February 7th of 2013, this uh, this is when it really, really took off. There's a blog called the Roosevelt's that I guess it's a family of all Roosevelt relatives. Hey, guys. 
Hello, Mr. Roosevelt. Hello, Which Roosevelt, Roosevelt are you? I'm a mashup of all of them. <laughs> like when the three break room guys live together <laughs> as one human. When are you going to divide into Theodore and Franklin D. Juniors? Sometime oh. in 2015. Stay tuned. <laughs> See so you later. They made a mashup. Obviously, once they saw those, everybody started putting up their own yelling goats. And then the Roosevelt put together a super mix of yelling goats, and it got 11.2 million hits Good in three God. weeks. God. <laughs> I do for you. Zapatero, ¿qué opina usted del gobierno de Zapatero? Pues igual que yo. ¿Y qué opina usted? ¿Qué opina usted? ¿Qué opina usted del gobierno canario? ¿Y de los de los de los ayuntamientos de la isla? So that that was my favorites from the Roosevelt collection. It actually goes on for like 10 minutes. but God. <clears throat> so then the latest incarnation, and I guess is, it's, it's my favorite, but it's on the way out now, I guess, the whole thing. People have started taking music videos and matching those up with the goats, replacing certain parts of the chorus with that. Awesome. So I found probably a good 20 videos, and I took my favorites from that. Okay. So here's the giant mashup of goat remixes of popular songs. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> 
God. So there you go. There's the first break that. room breakdown, all about there, yelling. Would you like to hear the uh, Super Bowl ad? Sure. It's, I don't know how good it will be <laughs> audio-wise, but we'll see. Just a guy sitting around eating nachos, or Doritos. With a goat. Oh, I remember this commercial now. Sorry, it's so quiet, but tiny commercial. So apparently they run out of Doritos and the goat screams at the guy, uh, so that's the deal uh, with it. Awesome. Uh, God. There's another <laughs> we goat. We had a screaming goat last week, I guess, apparently. <laughs> so I guess um, that's it for the first Break Room Breakdown. All Look right. for well, thanks, future Mark. award-winning installments of the Break Room Breakdown. We appreciate that. Uh, we'll give yourself a little golf clap. Okay, you don't have to. I, I know you don't want to write anything. Yeah, else. I don't know anything. Amazing. <clears throat> okay, so I guess <laughs> coming up after the break, we are also going to. Well, this will be an old segment that we're actually bringing back. Right. Um, an old way back machine. Uh, it'll be a new way back machine, but the old segment way back machine. So uh, we'll get that to you on the other side of the break. You're listening to the break room. Fat kids are stupid. Dustin, how's it going? Uh, okay. You ever uh, you ever do any shopping online? I do zero shopping online. Well, you should really do some so occasionally. You ever, uh, heard of, you ever heard of Amazon.com? Uh, I've heard something about it, but I don't know anything about it. Well, you want to know more about me? Oh. Oh, well, do we have Mr. Amma? Zahn? I'm Mr. Zahn. Steve Zahn's brother, uh, Amazon. Hey. Well, Emma, tell us a little about yourself. Well, you can get all kinds of streaming TVs to your TV and DMR free downloads. Why doesn't Steve put you in any of his movies? Because Steve's a jerk. Fuck Steve. Fuck but Steve's on. I can still stream all kinds of his TVs to your TV. Well, Sweet. That's good. Just like that show Tremay that Steve is on. Amazing. So you still promote Steve, even though he doesn't promote you? Well, I get money when people buy his shit. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So back to you. Uh, back, back to you guys.
Back to the commercial. Anyway. And go in. As I was saying. Amazon. Amazon.com. You have the convenience of an online store, and you can stream TV shows to any of your mobile devices. How about my stationary devices? Uh, it's stationary, too. Okay, fine. Excellent. Both, okay. Both. I just, All of your devices. Because I have a lot of stationary devices, not so many mobile. So I want to make sure it was worth it. Okay. Well, it's worth it. Excellent. What about your stationary bike? You can stream it to that. That's sweet. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, Amazon, the place where you can browse any item the human brain can imagine and compare prices to your local retail dealers, oftentimes for less money. <laughs> Go to breakroom.tv and click on the Amazon banner to give us a little bit of credit. Is Mr. Uh, Amazon on there anywhere on Amazon.com? I'm up there in the corner, in the right-hand corner. It's an invisible section. If you get in there, you get all kinds of free streaming TVs. We'll get there. Remember me? I'm the kid that had a report to on space. Then I got the new Encyclopedia Britannica. He had a report to on space, and then he got the new Encyclopedia... I think I made that abundantly clear. Um, yes. Anyhow, here it is. I mean, hey, everybody knows this is the greatest encyclopedia in the world. Help me get a B plus. Why not an A? Too long. I found so much great information, I put it all in. Overkill. Hmm. The next report I did was for my science class on the human body. Scored an A. Uh, good. Look at this. I always wondered where my mandibula was. Mm-hmm. For details on how you can own the new Encyclopedia Britannica... Let's have that 800 number. Excellent. Just call this number and we'll send you this free booklet. Tell them about the gift. And just for previewing Britannica in your home, we'll give you this three-volume desk reference set. This is like having your own research library at home. Mm, yes. So if you would be interested in owning the new Encyclopedia Britannica... Don't press. They see the phone number. If they want to, they'll call. I guess you're right. Trust me. Hobo. Yeah, no, I, I think we're safe. I mean, finally, we killed the, the Satan cult and their zombie slaves. And now that we've holed up in this men's restroom, I think we're safe. I'm scared. Yeah, buddy, I know. Uh, me too. But the, the cult's reinforcements are on their way. I need to board up the door. Will you hold my axe? Hold me. Uh, look, I know we're in a men's restroom, but this isn't the time for that. This is the most terrifying night of our life. We need to be prepared. No gay sex. At least for now. This Sunday, March 9th, Null Hypothesis breaks in to the Hobo Shack. We're talking some scary shit, kids. Go to thehoboshack.com or gasolinehighfive.com for more information. Or subscribe now on iTunes. I'm fucking terrified, man. It's me! Uh, here's a wrap that you should know. Made with Pillsbury Cricket Rolls. Here's for a wiener filled with cheese. Pick it up. It's sure to please. The Doughboy Wrap. We're back to the break room. Putting sparklers in people's a-holes since 2006.
I thought we were going right into the intro. I did, whatever. for time warp. All right, time circuit's on. What do you mean, time circuit's on? Doc, we're not going back now. Yep. From the future. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Hey everybody! Hey guys! Welcome That's... into the uh, space time continuum again. Talking. Uh, we're talking. I know. My, it's my Jeez. fault. I, I'm sorry. It just felt a little awkward going from the the bumper into. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, okay. It well, just felt weird. So we had an awkward dismount like we normally do. Never. That, that kind of filled the time in there. We're the most what? smooth broadcasters of all time. That kind of cuts off, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> I don't Gene. remember that, but okay. Anyway, so I guess we are uh, flying through space and time and Indeed leaving the. Uh, 2013 edition of the break room and taking you back to uh the 1990s this time where are we headed we are headed towards the 1990s as i just said <laughs> but where are we headed specifically <laughs> what location we are headed towards sitcomville of the 1990s as this is my personal top 10 list of best sitcoms of the 90s how is this a tribute to matthew mcconaughey's reliant energy commercials well you'll see as we go along thomas uh each one of them has a little bit that is a you know tribute to that. That might be the most unenergetic question I've ever <laughs> asked. Robot Thomas. How is this a tribute to Matthew McConaughey's Reliant Energy commercial? Dear God. Even though the Reliant Energy commercial did not come along <laughs> for another 10 years, they're tributing to it back in the 90s. Is this oh, a comment? Interesting. It's a commentary, a comment, and Just a commentary. the comment. Okay, well. <laughs> Please. We'll go ahead. Um just like Mark's old list back in the day in his Wayback Machines, I didn't poll anybody. I didn't ask any questions. I just said, what are 10 good sitcoms? I did look around to see sitcoms that fit the criteria that I was looking for, which basically the only criteria I had was a majority of its run had to be in the 90s. That's it. Okay. Well, well yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. You going to spoil it already? <clears throat> Is this the... Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Just go. Okay, I thought you had something. Just give us the thought, comment. I thought you had a comment there. <laughs> Just give us the list. I will say a couple of these that did not make the list, uh, but I think can earn an honorable mention, are uh, News Radio with the great uh, Phil Hartman. And uh, not the biggest fan of the show, but I still think it uh, deserves an honorable mention because I did watch it, which is Roseanne. So those I'm did Bill not make McNeil. the list. Well, those did not make the list. They, uh, I still think they're worth mentioning. All right. That was that show was. I know. Listening to an old show, y'all bagged all over that show. I don't Roseanne? understand why. Yeah, Roseanne was really good until the last two seasons. Yeah. Well, when I when they won the lottery, listening that's when to it, you guys talk about a pre well from way back when in in a different way back machine. Let's go back to another way. Y'all back bagged to that way, way back. All like that show sucked and it was annoying. And I'm like, man, I loved that. show. We should get in the way back machine and go watch ourselves do that way back machine that was talking about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, exactly. I just wanted to stick up for Roseanne. Get another not one. Only, not only did I like it okay, but that show was really successful. Yeah, uh, it was. Roseanne ran from 1988 to 1997, so it had quite a, so it quite a long run. So it honorable mention at the Yeah, so. exactly. And uh, News Radio had its entire run in the 90s, from no. 95 to 99, so... Okay. I never really watched that show. I'm Bill McNeil. Well, I don't watch it a ton news either. Time, four o'clock. Bill needs to just shut the fuck up about the news time. I'm Bill McNeil. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I'm Bill McNeil. The- huh. What's it like hey, over there, buddy? From what? It's a little rough to keep on topic? Oh, it's okay. I'm Bill McNeil. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's throwing you off, number two. <laughs> Can't imagine why. But uh, in any case, I didn't watch it a ton, but... Phil Hartman was greatness on at the times I saw it, so that's the only reason I wanted to put it on there. And, uh, you know, obviously we'd probably still be around if his wife hadn't taken him out in the way that she did. Ooh, so let's go ahead and bring, dark the, place. bring, bring the show down. That's rough. She that's brought the show down? I'm bringing the show down now, talking about that. Why? Because I like to bring the show down. Just, Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Quit looking at me when you respond. <laughs> like, You're the one talking to oh me. Oh, my God. Back to me. <laughs> so... You guys, Definitely. I guess, can go ahead and start thinking about things from the 90s, sitcoms <laughs> from the 90s, that you think well, may or may not be on this list, and then we can go ahead and discuss here. that as we go along. Well, we're in the 90s thinking well, about think the about 90s. Think thinking about, about 90s that's on TV okay. as you watch it now in the 90s. Okay. All so right. So bring it to the table. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first, uh, number 10 here, actually, the first one on the list. Um, this one, I don't know. I, I watched it a lot back in the day. Some of the ones on the lower part of the list, I don't know that I would watch now, but I did watch them then, so that was also another criteria that I actually liked it at the time. Uh, no, it was not Blossom. In fact, uh, Blossom didn't even make the list, so I'll go ahead and go good, ahead and ruin that call for you. on that one. But uh, in any case, number 10, you'll recognize immediately from the theme, I believe. And I know we all listened to it, and uh, we in fact played this in middle school band as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Tiny home improvement. I don't know why my stuff is so quiet. We got turn. Oh, I got to turn oh, it wait. down over there. Oh, Man, I love this show. Yes, this is for those who don't recognize it. Any uh, tiny people listening to us that, uh, yeah, are youngsters and still cry like that. Uh, this is Home Improvement, which is where Tim Allen got his start, really. Uh, had Tim Allen had. Pamela Anderson on there at some uh, point in the run. For a while. Um, it was just one of those shows that, you know, it had, it had its run from 1991 to 1998, so it obviously fits in the sitcoms of the 90s. Did anybody, re- nobody really <clears throat> big came out of that show. I mean, uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was big for a while. He was like the Tiger Beat well, hunk of the month. Yeah, Tim but, Allen would yeah. probably be well, the Well, Tim biggest. Allen, yeah, I mean, he guess, I guess well, he had the Toy Santa. Story, though, is really, yeah. I know mean, he's just a voice actor, but I mean, that's I made mean, him tons of money over the but, years. But like, none of the teens came, at, um, the teen kids really. Jonathan Taylor Thomas did Lion King, and that and was about it. He went up, and then he crashed. <laughs> like, I know he went to college, and I think he's doing some, done a couple of indie movies here or there. Yeah, but. that's really pretty much all he's done. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess Al Borland. The yeah. whatever his real name is, well, he, he did went, do Family Feud for a while. Did Family Feud um, and uh, that a stuff. I don't know. It's a paycheck and people see it. Yeah, so true. I don't know. I guess it's something. More than uh, a lot of other people on that show did. But um, so Home Improvement, anybody disagree with that entry well, on I the top s- 10 list? I will say, I recently, at Christmas, I watched one of, two of their Christmas episodes. Uh-huh. Man, I don't know that it holds up no, at no. all. No, no. it doesn't. At Hence, the time? Why it's number 10. Yeah. I, we watched it at the time, but it doesn't hold up. Because I did see a rerun not that long ago, and I was like, ah, this looks, uh, pretty, I, looks pretty out of date. I can't say I gave a lot of hoo-hoo-ha-has watching that episode. Yeah. I mean, it's more just from 
recollection and nostalgia. Nostalgia. That's the word. I was like. Yeah. That's that's. I look fondly back on it because of that. Yeah. I mean, exactly. It's got the nostalgia factor. Um, we do have to go ahead and name drop. We do have uh, Paul Walker doing the uh, at the end of it when we did the middle school. Uh, yeah. What a name drop that is. Too. When we did the uh, yeah. Paul Walker Huge. from Fast and Furious. He was there Huge and he was our band director. Drop. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's he's doing Fast Six now. I think. Yeah. Our former so. band director, Paul Walker, of Fast and the Furious <laughs> franchise. So good for him, even yeah. though he was like our age at the time. He was yeah. somehow our director in the 90s. Amazing. Exactly. Well, you had to get a start somewhere, and why not Abilene, Texas? Yeah, why not? <clears throat> so moving up the list to number nine. Uh, this is a show that I know Thomas was especially obsessed with at least a character on. This may not be the greatest topic ever, because I just don't give a crap. And then... Okay. Um, well, I'll just play the theme and Go see if you it. actually pick it up from the theme. Skill Rex? Yeah, Skill Rex. Amazing. Of course, I recognize it. What is this? This show had its run from 1993 to 2000 on the ABC network. And they are actually doing a new version of it, apparently, with the children of the people from this particular era. Oh, this is... Uh, so this is Boy Meets World. Yes, Are you okay. Being serious? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm being dead serious. That's insanity. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, the new one is called uh, Girl Meets World. Yeah, Girl Meets World is what it's called. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and, and so it's, it's the next generation or yeah, something. Yeah, it's Topanga and uh, Corey are married now. And yeah, they're actually going to be in the show. Yeah, they're they the parents. Are in the show. They're yeah. the parents, and they have a kid. I'm sure Mr. Feeney is still uh, teaching somehow. I hope, so. I hope he's like back to being an elementary school Hopefully teacher. So. He'll he probably follow the them through every year I hope and so. go all the way through college professor again. And, and actually, then go back to Moda to elementary school again for the third generation I be- of grandkids. I believe it's actually Corey is a teacher in the show now. Oh, is it? And okay. he's. I guess maybe he's going to. Maybe, maybe Feeney's the principal or something. Or maybe they'll at least visit him in the Lord of the Realm or something. Yeah, he's the High King of of. Meets Worldville. Man, Meets I Worldville, loved, yeah. I loved that show, and I was so into that chick. Oh, wow, you were way into that chick. And apparently they tried to get Ryder Strong to come back for the show, but he's, he refused. He's too big time now or something? I guess. I mean... He doesn't really do anything. They, is Ryder Strong the best friend? Yeah. Yep. He was the best friend. Who's that, the brother? That was Will Friedel. Daniels? William Daniels? No, that's Mr. Feeney. Oh, okay. Nah. Will, Fre- Will Friedel or Friedel? He was the... Friedel? 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 Yeah. Will, yeah. He Frodo. was the brother. The older brother, and they're they're going to have two kids, a daughter who is the center of the show. That's that, so crazy! And then they're going to have a boy as well. That's, so your afternoon uh, will be filled up again. So Boom. T- Topanga Junior yeah. and uh, Corey Junior. <laughs> exactly. All right. So anybody disagree with that? Being no, on the not list? in the slightest. <laughs> again, I haven't seen that show in many many years. So I, I doubt no it holds up it either. Holds That's up. part of why it's number nine. Okay, but. Um, yeah, like I said, had all of its run in the 90s, pretty much. I guess it ended in 2000, technically, but who cares? That, next, was, that was definitely a centerpiece show yeah. for Utes of America, just like... Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Our yeah. generation, and maybe even a little younger than us, too. You know, I think we were probably, I don't know, maybe near the I'm, top end. I'm pretty sure Damon Swinkelstein still watches that show oh, every can, now and again. I can believe that. Okay, number eight, I think I still won't have any controversy on. This show didn't actually run very long, but uh, as I recall, it seemed like it was on for a long time, but... It, it did run, no, not that fucking show. It didn't run more in the 90s than the 80s uh, by one year. So I'll just go ahead and play the theme and you'll recognize it immediately, I can guarantee. You. I don't recognize this at all. Well, you must have not had a television. Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. 
Guess they're knocking out Kevin there in the background. I will try not to sing out of key. I felt like the show was Anyhow, incredibly overrated. Today in the show, it's The Wonder Years, and um, it had a surprisingly short run. It only ran from 1988 to 1993. It just seems like it was longer than that. It really does. I think the show actually holds up. I watched, I've watched, i watched 10 or 15 of them recently. There, Back when I had cable, there was a, there was a show. That, oh, they're on Netflix, too. Are they on Netflix I now? I watched a few of them on Netflix, and I, I think it's still not too bad. I mean, you get like past about halfway through season one, and... The episodes really start to get good. I mean, they're actually... I think it holds up quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, you could tell it's 1988 when it starts, but, I mean, whatever. It's kind of good because it's a little timeless because it's set... Right, because it's... In the, what, is it 50s, I guess? uh, 60s, 60s, I think. Yeah, Yeah. so, anyway. um, Yeah, I mean, I I used to watch that show a ton. I've probably seen every episode. I used to watch that. Watch it every week. Because I remember, I used to watch it after church. We All the kids would go in the TV room or whatever, Uh and we'd watch... Uh, Wonder Years, I think, and then Doogie Howser, and then Quantum Leap. Wow. All back-to-back. All very religious shows to be showing at church, too. Back when NBC actually had, uh, you know, was in the top Wonder three. Years was ABC, sir. Was it ABC? But, okay, uh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Well, awesome. So you just thought it was overrated, not I a fan? I just never really liked it. No, okay. But I, I haven't watched it, obviously, in a really long time. Since you were 13? <laughs> Probably. No, okay, well. We'll go, we'll go ahead and watch the whole Netflix uh, run of them after the show today. Just shut up. You know what I mean. Uh, we'll have another uh, commentary on this next week after we <laughs> watch them all. After we stay up for four days straight and watch every one of them? Exactly. We'll do that at the slumber party. We'll just have Wonder Years going on oh, in the God. background. We're getting to the misogynistic part of the show. Yes. <laughs> Number seven, that's actually not a bad not a bad drop to play, even though you had no idea what's going on here. Number seven is the... Oh, uh, it's Sister Sister, isn't it? It is. That's a very, very misogynistic show. <laughs> Number seven, I think Thomas will probably have hated and Marcus will have liked, but we'll see what happens. And I'll just play the theme. Hated is a strong word. I just never cared for it. First of all, I wasn't able to watch it when I was like youngling. Oh, fair enough. My father loved the show. So did, It's funny. My dad did, too, but then he didn't like me to watch it. He would let me huh. watch it with him, and then he would scorn me for watching it. So it's he, so weird. And let's just go ahead and, for what anybody who doesn't know, it? this is Married with Children. Oh. Uh, the only Fox entry on this whole list, because they really didn't have much going on back in the early 90s. It's funny. So these are all live-action sitcoms, I guess. They're not just... Well, and they had to have had a majority of the run in the 90s. So, Simpsons can't do it because they've been running for 30 years. Well, I guess it's true. Uh, you know, King of the Hill was barely started in the late 90s. Family Guy started in the late 90s. So, it's what, the ones that actually had the majority of the run. What in the about 90s. Herman's Head? Well, Herman's Head <laughs> had such a short run, you know, and somehow it didn't make it. <clears throat> but yeah, this is uh, Married with Children, 1987 to 1997. So, it was quite a quite a lengthy show. A little bit. Uh I mean, is there any doubt that Ed O'Neill and Christina Applegate, I guess, are two of the biggest stars that came out of oh, it? Oh, yeah, stars. Uh, it also has the, I forget Katie, her name, the Katie woman. Seagal's Katie Seagal's Seagal. Katie Seagal, who's on. Absolutely popped back up in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Right, yeah, Katie she's Seagal in Sons of Anarchy. She also voiced a character in... Uh, she's in Futurama. Futurama, yeah. So, That's right. Uh, the only one that really was kind of spare was Bud from that show. I don't know that he's really... At least done any acting that guy roles. was in, you know, it's funny. I saw this the other day. I didn't see this, but I, I thought of this the other day. That guy was in a made-for-TV movie that I watched when I was a kid all the time. It was called Perfect Harmony. I used to be Bud on Married with Children. It's crazy. <laughs> That's what it was called. Good God. No, it wasn't called that. Yeah, Should have been. That guy played a dick on that show. <laughs> we know he was just on Modern Family. odd, Fam- odd Mon- thing to play on an after-school special. Or whatever he was he on, said he was on Modern Family last week. 
Was he? The, I think it was last yeah, year. Yeah, he was. Before. He played the uh, someone who used to be friends with Julie Bowen's character. Oh yeah, yeah. Back I in college, about that. and huh. Phil thought that she was going had a big crush on him, and it was actually her old college professor. Right. Maybe so. Ed O'Neill got him a paycheck there for an episode. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Come on, old sitcom kid. I'll get you on my new one that's actually successful old now. Sitcom kid. Whoa. <laughs> you don't know what he calls him. You could call him that, dude. Blossom is not on this. Jeez. <laughs> get over it. He can't. He's obsessed with Blossom. Is that like your favorite or something? No, it just I don't we could because the guy um that played her brother, not uh, Blossom's brother, the older brother, the uh, ambulance driver is has been on Justified the last few episodes. Oh, really? He's the old heroin dealer. Oh, okay. The guy I that didn't had even the, recognize him. The, the guitar case full of heroin. Yeah. That was <laughs> I think his name was Anthony in the show. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow so we he, need to use that later. <laughs> the guitar, <laughs> guitar case full of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who had it. The guy who had, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, and I've only seen it a couple times. I wasn't able to watch it when it was really on. But again, Married with Children's a little lower on the list because it doesn't hold up quite as well either. I it's, don't think so. It holds up better than like Boy Meets World to me. I think yeah. it's better, but it just you know it was kind of a time piece as well. Um, that's why I can't like compare it to can't compare Ed O'Neill shows or anything like that. It's just too. I don't know. It's too 90s yeah, or something like that, that it is for Modern Family. You know, Almost I, I every know. 90s show, though, I feel like it just doesn't hold up most of them. Well, there the, are several the of them. The vast majority of them. There are don't. several of them, yes. I would agree. Um, Flush that, you bitch. Exactly. Flush that opinion. <laughs> Moving up to number six. I think number six may be the one where you guys would both disagree with me. Uh, but I still really like this show quite a bit when it was on. Uh, actually, didn't mind it in reruns a few times. I've seen it in reruns, but um, again, just play the theme. If no one here knows what this is, this is Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. NBC run from 1996 through 2001. Joseph Gordon Levitt got a start there. Joseph Gordon Levitt got a start there. John Lithgow was the main character in there. They had a the few best, Monty Python people in that. The show. best part of the show was definitely John Lithgow. That, yeah. The, the thing is, that's a perfect example of a show that was, I think, mediocre at best. But then they had a character in there that you wanted to fucking come through the TV and strangle every episode. Who was that? Was that dumb? What was that? Onion Stewart? What's that guy's name? <laughs> French Stewart. <laughs> Onion <That guy>. Stewart. <laughs> yes, Onion Stewart. <laughs> That French onion Stewart. That guy was the French worst. French onion dip Stewart. And he was like the worst he's ever been in that show. Like all squinty eyes and crazy. So and I thought stupid. he fit for what he was oh, since man, he was a idiot. He was supposed to be a stupid, uh, you know, alien guy that was, you know. I just I thought the whole concept was interesting until it's another one of those shows that jumped the shark when the main character got with the love interest and then yeah. it went to shit again. It just seems like that happens quite a bit. That's really the problem with all these shows. When did um, who's the main character? John Lithgow. John Lithgow, who got played Dick Solomon on there, uh, got with the uh, the blonde other, lady. The, no, not the blonde lady. The other older woman that worked with him at the school. That was always his Wasn't love interest throughout the show. Candace well, the blonde woman is like. I'm not talking about the other alien. I'm talking I, about one the woman he no, got with blonde. I, I don't think like so. I think she had blonde. short brown hair, but I could okay. be wrong. Jennifer Lawrence. No, Jennifer Lawrence was not around yet at that point, or at least not in acting. It would have been kind of weird if he was dating Jennifer Lawrence in the mid-90s. <laughs> it really would have been really odd. Uh, Seinfeld's Newman was also on that show as the boyfriend right. of the big blonde That's alien right. woman. That's a good point. Which, whose name I cannot remember now. I probably should have put the cast on here so I can remember these Masculine people. Masculine voice lady. Yeah. Wash your onion crotch. Yes. 
That was his name, Onion <laughs> Onion Crotch Stewart. <laughs> we will hear Onion Stewart nonstop, I'm sure, as we go through other ones. But um, <laughs> so anyway, that's the. Like I said, I figured that'd be the most controversial one on the list here that you guys would totally disagree with. But I like that show a lot, and like I said, a lot of a lot of big name people were in it, really, that have gone and done other things. Yeah, you're right. Um, or that a girl from Ten Things I Hate About You. She was in there. Ol Yannick, yeah. and from yep. Alex Mack, playing his another girlfriend. '90s show. Yeah, exactly. So that's the uh, bottom five, and I guess uh, we can rate the top five. Coming back from the when break. When we come back uh, from the break. It might help if I if you, knew, was paying attention and had a bumper ready to go. That would have been good. So, on but, the Breakout Media Network. You are listening to The Break Room. His nipples are the most memorable thing. It's Reverend Scott. You might remember me as backup singer for Kenny G and Millie Vanilli, but today I come to you as a fan of the Outside the Cinema podcast. For the last five years, Outside the Cinema has provided high-quality cult movie reviews every week without missing a week, and they do it all for free. But as you know, free isn't a lot of money. In order to upgrade equipment in the studio and give you the best podcast ever, we're going to need your help. Jump on the Kickstarter.com and search Outside the Cinema to become part of history. Got a movie or top six list you can't wait to hear? How about a limited edition OT? t-shirt want a guest host on the show or have bill and chris myself do a commentary track to any movie you want well now you can you can get more info at facebook.outsidethecinema.com or listen what cinema diabolical's very own f13 had to say here's the deal we need cash to move the gear and get a little bit more gear if you like the show and you want to keep hearing it then donate if not you will go on vacations next cinema's been around for over 100 years its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Each episode, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Hamburger places serve billions of burgers. And oh yes, they also serve chicken, like chicken nuggets. But it's hard to do chicken right. Part-time, at Kentucky Fried Chicken, our nuggets have our secret blend of 11 herbs and spices, so they taste great. In fact, people who say they never tried Kentucky Nuggets and McDonald's Chicken Nuggets rated ours higher on taste. So get your nuggets from the chicken experts. Anything else could be a bum steer. Kentucky Fried Chicken, we do chicken right. We're back to the break room. Has anyone discovered what was driving him out of the crapper?
fade out at some point? Oh, there it is. Okay. Boom. So, we're still continuing in the uh, Wayback Machine space-time continuum string. And I guess we're going to introduce everyone to it again. If you, if you don't remember it, just go back to the beginning of this uh, list, and then you'll know that we're in the Wayback Machine and what it sounds like. Awesome. Oh, my God. Jesus. We're the little per fleet of <laughs> Wayback Machines. <laughs> Amazing. So... Last we uh, talked on the previous side of the break, we stopped at number six. So we're, we're obviously close at number five. To the Zed urinates at his pants store. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we'll have one of those this week, but we'll see. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Screaming Zed goat ever. there. Amazing. All right. So number five is one specific show that I picked, but it's part of a category or part of a group of shows that I think everybody will kind of agree was, I don't know, they all deserve to be lumped together. God damn it, you and Blossom. I know what to get you for your birthday, though, man. The, the, the entire series. Well, don't get him the whole thing. I need to buy some of it. Uh, true. That's a good point. We just need to get him the theme. Just the beginning of the theme song. That's Thomas can needs, buy me really. seasons one through four. You can buy me four through eight. There. Okay, well, happy birthday to you. I'm sure that season, those seasons are not available on uh, yeah. Netflix or anything. Probably not. They probably are. They shouldn't be. Uh, oh I'm not gosh. sure they are. I think I looked for it one time. Oh, my uh, god! You would. Of course you would. Just to start the episode, just for the beginning of the theme, to stop <laughs> it over and over again. Go through all eight seasons. Even though it's the same thing, all eight seasons. God. <laughs> so. Season three. <laughs> Good God, audio chaos. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> all right, so next so, number five, very recognizable theme. What could this be? No idea. Was it based in Boston? I think it was based in Tucson. Hi. I mean, the most boring sitcom ever. Based in Lincoln, Nebraska. Arizona. The sitcom, sitcom is, of course, Full House. Had a run on, uh, yeah. Started Thomas's favorite actress. And, not uh, true. Not a true statement. You're always talking about her every episode, several times. Full House had its run from 1987 to 1995 on the ABC network, American Broadcast Company. Talk about a show that doesn't hold up. Uh, I would agree, no, but it does not. I put Full House kind of in the TGIF in general group. You yeah. Know, <laughs> hanging like, with Mr. Cooper and. Man, Family I Matters. I love Mr. All that Cooper. stuff. I did too. Well, I loved Holly Robinson Pete on that show specifically. But oh, yeah. That was a good show. Um, I don't even remember what else was on there. Some stuff faded <laughs> in and out. Yep. Uh, Family Matters was a standard staple. Perfect but Strangers. Perfect Strangers. That had um, a short run, but it was good. Yeah. There was the show about the coach with the three daughters that were in Catholic school and they formed a rock band. What was the name of that? <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It was a, uh, I don't remember that. It's the most random thing I've ever that heard. That rotated into TGIF? I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. There was a show called Coach. No, well, not the show Coach. <laughs> but anyway, as Mark's looking that up, uh, did you guys remember that the last episode of Full House disclosed <laughs> how his uh, wife actually died by being no. hit by oh. a drunk driver? No. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know. Apparently that was revealed in the final episode, which I did not remember. Oh, my gosh. So I no, I don't set. remember that at all. That's a little heavy, too, but hey, you know. It's was it real was stuff it revealed happens, in like the end of the show? Well, DJ, I guess it was one of those sensitive moments at the end or something. I don't know. I didn't watch it, but I just saw a, a note on the show that it yeah, actually. Had here's the show I was talking about. Well, that's what I call a woman. Well, 
Just the ten of us? Oh, okay. I think that was TJF. I remember it. I remember that show, but I don't don't think it was TJF either. I think it totally ruined the show. Uh, They left St. Louis and headed somewhere else. Uh, I think you ruined the show there. I think they had like 50 babies or something like that. Or 10, maybe. But in any case, full house. Well, maybe probably eight babies and two parents, but anyway. Um, Maybe. Full house had, of course, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, and, uh, you know... What's the other guy's name? Slickster John, John Stamos. Stamos, yeah. yeah. Candace Cameron. Evolved, yeah, Candace Cameron, who hasn't done as much since that show. But Jody the other Sweeten. Jody Sweeten. Who did Jody Pants Sweeten. Off, Dance Off. Yeah. And, uh, and Thomas it? asked if we were serious about it, if he did it. And she was addicted or to meth. That actually is where the Are You Serious came from, which is amazing. And she was addicted to meth. She was. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting, of course, to see all these people post Full House and see them in their goody two-shoes rolls in Full House and then see how wheels off and raw they really mm-hmm. are. John Stamos, not as much, but no. especially Bob Saget. I'm drunk. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much Bob Saget all the time. <laughs> it really was like this. The He's noted to be one of the dirtiest comics around. Yes. And that was like a total cash grab. And boy, did it work out for him. Oh, of yeah, course. Absolutely. How many seasons did they go? Like 10 seasons? I uh, went from 87 to 95. So, so close, yeah. Uh, I also time. heard a story that they actually, the parents of the uh, Olsen twins and maybe even Jody Sweden's parents like asked them to tone down the raw humor as they would do that off the off uh, camera. Uh, it's all the cast oh, members really? just hanging around. Yeah. I thought you meant turn tone down the raw humor that was on the Not show. And I'm in like, the show, but on you know off camera. I guess the most unraw. I was gonna say, yeah, I know. I guess he and Dave Coulier especially like to uh, rift dirty. So that's hilarious. Anyway, have you checked out Dave Coulier's Twitter account? I have not. Not so funny. Is there a lot of cut it out and? <laughs> Is there really? It's a lot of, lot of. It's a lot is of that full thing house made humor. of wood. Yeah, fast as fast can be. He was never gonna catch me. I will say he was on a episode, briefly on an episode of How I Met Your Mother this year, and he was very funny. Oh, okay. I mean, he was briefly. I'm funny. sure he's great in his yeah. show in his stand up, but the Twitter account, it's a lot of retweets, yeah. and you know, I'm gonna be here, here, and there, and then the occasional joke. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, you gotta. You got to update dirty. the humor a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Well, what's, he, what's he done since Full House? Like America's Funniest People, and that ran for like two years. And they kind of was going in much concert it. with it. Was it? it? Okay, he tried well. to do a web series with Candace Cameron and Jody Sweeten. Really? And I can't find any evidence of it anywhere. I found it on IMDb, <laughs> and I saw a promo still from it. Thomas would have loved it. But I can't find it Cam- anywhere. Candace Cameron back out there. Of course. Yeah. But um, Candace Cameron... <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> that's the TJF review and the Full House review. You'd think say. she'd be like on the top of any top ten list I could ever make. You would think. Candace Cameron. She would be. No, she wouldn't. If you made a yeah, if you made a top ten list of women, it would definitely be. She'd definitely not be number one. Even close. This may not be the greatest top. God, you don't really like a lot of our topics on the show. I'm surprised <laughs> you're even on here anymore. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, moving on to number four. Thank you. Number four is a very successful spinoff of another very successful show. And uh, I think Mark likes it. I know his fiance likes it. I don't know that Thomas likes it, but it's definitely worthy. Probably not. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. That show was still funny. And maybe the reason that it made the top of the top, you know, it made it in the top four. Uh, Full House, maybe, you know, it was hard to find even five that really, really held up well from the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I would say all of the f- top four mostly hold up. Number three is a little questionable. We'll get to that in a minute. Number four, definitely. We've we've watched several of these on Netflix recently, me and my wife, and it's great. It's still funny. It does jump the shark like several shows do. Yeah. Once uh, Niles and Daphne get together, it gets a little lame. But 
mostly prior to that, it's it's a pretty good show that holds up pretty nicely. I think it's still funny. We recently went through the entire series. Yeah. Or I saw most of it, but Crystal watched all the episodes. Yeah. It's still pretty funny. There's still a lot of great stuff in there. Now, it tanks after Niles and Daphne get together. Exactly. Yeah. Elena likes it, too, up to that point. You know, it's, it's kind ama- of where we are. It's like, nah. It's amazing how bad it gets <laughs> after that point. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting uh, side note about the show, too. I guess on the Cheers run, uh, Fraser actually mentioned his father being dead. Really? And, and uh, yeah, and I guess to recover from that, when Ted Danson made his one guest appearance on there, he asked him why he lied about his dad being yeah. dead. And he just oh, said, oh, we, we had a bad time at the time, so I didn't really want anything to do with him. So Quite just the retconning. Kind, kind of funny that they went back and added that in. but um, Goofy. That, that series ran on NBC uh, from 93 to 2004, so, again, mostly in the 90s. Yeah. That was a good show, though. It's, it still holds up until the two of them get together, and then it Yeah, that's... It's a pretty solid show. It's kind of like The Office. Like it was not nearly as good once Jim and Pam got together. Wasn't as good, and well, The Office is a whole other discussion. Yeah, post Steve Carell, I mean, and all that too. But yeah, true. Um, so anyway, any arguments on that? Thomas no, no, doesn't was, like it as much. But it's a good show. Yeah. Okay. What do you like better? You like Cheers or Frasier better? I think I actually like Frasier better, but Cheers is really good too. I think Cheers is still pretty funny too. It I, is. It's good. It's, I mean, I haven't watched it. Re- like I've watched single episodes here there, and nah. it's still funny. No, Cheers is really funny. I, yeah. I'm not saying. I mean, especially for the time it came out. Yeah, that show was way cutting edge. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, especially for something from 1982 or whatever that is mm-hmm. to actually hold up in 2013. I, and that that show actually had the benefit of two romantic tension relationships with him and Diane and him and. What's her favorite character? Kirstie Alley's character, yeah. Whatever, Rebecca, I think that's her name? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was Rebecca. So they enjoyed that, and I think it actually kept it kind of fresh because uh, Diana left early in the run, I think three seasons in or something. Something like that. Yeah, and so they had a chance to evolve it. introduce a new character. Yeah, to do it again. That is kind of... yeah groundbreaking mm-hmm. in a lot of ways most yeah. shows can't do that it's in crystal doesn't like the show nearly as much but i, yeah, I still really. think cheers is great yeah. yeah no it's good i just like i said if i just had to pick one i'd probably pick fraser out of them right and i like the fact that fraser didn't go to the well too many times i mean they did go through a lot of characters from uh cheers but they didn't like bring them on multiple times yeah. Usually, like one time woody came in one time well you know part of you what know. what really worked in that show was that fraser never ended up married again he never yeah. They flirted with him and Roz very briefly getting together. And it he was had, good they never got together, though. He had a series of stable relationships, yeah. but they always ended up ending. The only people who ended up happy were Niles and Fraser and his dad and uh, Wendy Malick from... Uh, uh, you mean Niles and Daphne, me. not Niles and Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't gay marry the brothers wow. on the show. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a reveal. That would have been really groundbreaking. <laughs> we're brothers and homosexual. <laughs> God. <laughs> Definitely going to pull that. But uh, anyway, <laughs> amazing. Okay, right. so moving on to uh, number three. Is it potted up? <laughs> Not quite a '90s sitcom. Dear God. Mm. I was a little scared you weren't gonna. This wasn't gonna make the list. Uh, now this, this has to make the list. All about how well, I know what two and one are at this point. Down, and I'd like to you should know. Right I disagree with one of them. Obviously, this is greatness. So, yes. This is the one thing that I watch that I was able to watch as a child In that I think still holds up. Like, I still laugh at it. I still think it's funny. I would agree. Uh, this is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, for people that don't know. It had its run on NBC from 1990 to 1996. 
It was the real uh, Will Smith breakout show, of course, that yeah. you know, made his insane career since then. I uh, kind of said, fuck you, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. You go fuck yourself. I'm going to go have a career. Just like they always toss him out the door in the show. He exactly. tossed him out of the door of his life. Like kind of did that in his life. They still hang out, though. Yeah, he's like, you friends. can be my entourage, even though we were... I was Fresh Prince, who was, you know, second in the uh, naming. You yeah. were, it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, but I'm going to go ahead and take the lead role. But, uh, yeah, this show was... Really, really funny. It, I think it was on at the same time, if I remember, it was it and Blossom went back-to-back on NBC. <laughs> right. So you were probably really happy that night of TV. Ooh. But um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, outside of Will Smith, anybody really come out of that? I mean, the father, I can't remember his name, has been James in a James Avery. He James opened, Avery's been in a few things. He opened up his own jewelry store in North Park Mall. Um, the, cool story. the oldest sister, Hillary, her, whose name escapes me, she's been the, things before. Uh, yeah, a few. There's a store in their name, James Avery. Yeah, there is. So. Uh, yeah. Kind of doubt it's after him. It's a but. Christian jewelry store. Tati, Tatiana Ali, didn't she become a rapper or something? Maybe so. Maybe. I, I don't know. Not, not, I mean, not that I know of, but I'm not going to argue that. Tyra Banks played um, another, girlfriend. Another, she kind of blew up. She did. I can't did. stand it when shows do this, but this is one of those shows that recasted someone in the middle of the show. Yeah, it was uh, Aunt Viv. The mom. There was Viv 1 yeah, and Viv 2. Yeah, that's true. They did recast which really Viv, weird. which was weird. After, it was in season four, they got Viv 2. Yeah, that's, Viv it doesn't two. make any sense. And Viv 2. It's just disappointing when they do stuff like that, well, it's but like man, I love that show. Modern Family has had two Lilies. They went through. Yeah, I know. That was odd. They too. had Lily 1, and then she, like the next season, she was like five years older, yeah. and now they've got Lily in 2. It's a little bit different with... A baby, though. That's that's still it's a little different, different than, than like yeah, the, two, the two Darrens and Bewitched or something. Yeah, but it's weird that they jumped from in that show. It's weird that they jumped from like two months old to the next season. She was in five. Yes. Yeah, I know. That that was was I think that's weird, but I think the jump there is less a big deal than a a, a total recast adult. of an adult. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah, I would agree. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of dumb. I my favorite character from that show was always the butler, who was always super sarcastic. Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey was yeah, quite amusing. Was well, that, that's a show I, I again watched all these old sitcoms at Christmas, and I still love that show. It's still great. It's still yeah, it holds up. I tell you the moment that one of my most emotional moments personally that always gets me in that show is when Will's dad comes His back dad for an comes episode, back and, and then, then leaves at the end when Will just breaks apart. Yeah, that gets Uncle me. Phil is there. Yeah, that, so great. That gets me every time. I'll watch it on YouTube once in a while, and I'm like, I feel the emotions rising up. And I was that's like, the God, thing. That one show. was really good. I think all sitcoms take a stab at this at one point or another. At least most of them, especially mm-hmm. back then. Sure. But that show could actually go into like super serious and yeah. grip you a little bit and not be ridiculous. But yeah, man, I love that show. Alfonso Ribeiro is someone that I'd like to see back on TV. Yes, he was great too. Obviously. Yeah, he was. He was great. So this is one that we actually agree on. How about that? Yeah, I, lo- I love Fresh Prince. I'm kind of surprised yeah. here. There's but it's three. not on. It's not on streaming anywhere. It, yeah, I mean, no. I, I, you have to you buy think the it DVDs. would be on streaming. It will be at some point. It just yeah. hasn't gotten. Or there you can yet. get Tom's to pirate it for you. I'm kind of disappointed. There's you've only got two left, right? Yeah, only there's two at left. least three. I'm thinking of that you should have in this list somewhere. But excellent. Well, we'll get to that uh, at the end here. Go for it. So, what do you think two and one are? Since you think you got them laid out. You want me to go ahead and guess, Adam? Sure, why not? I don't know which order they're in, but I think they are Friends and Seinfeld. All right, well, let's go with number two. See if you're right. Damn it. Shocking. Here we go. Had to know that was coming. (laughs) 
So anyone living under a rock that doesn't know what this is, it's Friends. Uh, ran from 1994 to 2004, so it just inched its way to being more in the 90s than the 2000s, but it did. Um, I've actually been re-watching this with Wait a minute, how long did it run in 2000? Until 2004. Yeah. 94 to 2004. That's more than inching, though. Well, but it's just a, full a couple six years. years. That's two years over. Yeah. Well, whatever. So it's kind of okay, close. Okay, fine. But uh, anyway, it's still I think more associated with the nineties. I still think uh, for a most for the most part, I think that show holds up. I mean, a few exceptions like the Hooting the Blowfish episode. Well, of course, the really early uh, ones that are nineteen ninety four. That's going to yeah. be the harder ones to hold up. But, but the, it's still really really funny. I'm on season six or so of rewatching. Maybe season five. Pretty much everybody out of this show has gone on to do something yeah. else. Uh, David Schwimmer being the exception of acting, but I know that he's done a lot of directing and yeah. writing and other crap, which is fine because he's probably better. at that I think than he went to be a teacher anyway, for a while. Um, and then yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> he's amazing. Sex, he's sexting in the middle of his sexting comment. Sexting and trying to comment at the same time. <laughs> sorry, I had to take a picture of my penis. Yeah, understandable. But um, why did you have the camera aimed on me? Well, I like to you know take them all and just send them around. Matt LeBlanc took a little time to actually get into something else, but he's doing that episode show now on Showtime. What are you talking about? As Matt LeBlanc. He went to mad success with that movie he did, he did about the baseball orangutan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you had him, and then obviously Jennifer Aniston, and everybody else is pretty much Jennifer Aniston hadn't done anything. Matthew Perry's tried like five filled <laughs> sitcoms and he's, dramas. And he's done, he's, he did Mr. Sunshine last year, and I think he's on Go On now, which is a sports... That's actually held out. I need to check it's that. It's actually still running, surprisingly, so... The new one is Go yeah, On. something yeah, that didn't get canceled. Yeah. Some of yeah. it's not his... A lot of that's not his fault. Studio 60. Oh, Studio 60. After what, like one still, season? Or the even best that? pair on a TV show ever is Matt, is, is him and uh, Bradley Whitford. They're... Freaking amazing on that show, but yeah. anyway. So, is this the one you have a problem with? You have a problem. No, I don't have two? a problem with. It. I was saying there's three. I think that you would put in this ah, top ten okay. list. Gotcha. Is this only a two spots left? And I damn well know what number one is. <laughs> so, anybody debating Friends being in there? No, not top at show all. In the 90s. Not at all. I do mean to at some point go back and watch them all, just because again, this was a show that I wasn't really allowed to watch when it was big, and I just never have gone back and watched it. Yeah. Okay, well, Thomas knows what number one is. I'm sure Marcus does, too. Uh, this one I went ahead and pulled a clip of as well. Overrated. So we'll go ahead and start with that. I've never really felt confident in um, one particular aspect. My tail. Quite a- yeah. <laughs> Nobody does. No, nobody knows what to do. You just close your eyes, you hope for the best. I really think they're happy if you just make an effort. I, I don't know. Last time I got the tap. You got the tap? You know, you're going along, you think everything's all right, and all of a sudden you, you get that tap. You know, it's like... All right, that's enough. You're through. So, this would be Seinfeld, which was uh, another NBC show. NBC kind of dominated this list overall. Um, they definitely dominated the top here. Well, they had the must-see Thursdays back. I mean, they did. Yeah. Compared then to now, like it's amazing the the, the yeah. change they've had. They oh are, God, yes. They are number five. They yeah. used to be number one, and they are now getting yep. beat by. Uh, well, obviously CBS and ABC, Fox, Fox, and Univision. Oh man, yeah, they're getting beat by Univision. <laughs> wow, yeah, well, they're owned by the same company, so I guess they don't. But need still, too much. I mean, still. they're getting um, their asses kicked. Seinfeld ran from 1989 to 1998. I will say, 
the first couple of years of Seinfeld. Little little questionable. Yeah, especially uh, when he was in the pink apartment. Yeah, when he was in the pink apartment, when George was a uh, real estate agent. Uh, it was a little questionable in those years. But uh, when it came into its own, I think it really came into its own. And Like when he was working for the Yankees, that was really funny. Oh, the stuff with the Yankees was hilarious. I mean, they had so many memorable episodes of that of that show. And several things happened in the same episodes that you would think would be in multiple episodes. Yeah. They had like two or three memorable things in one. And uh, it's yet another one. I had to take a break from it because it was on so many times and so many mm-hmm. reruns everywhere. But... Coming back to it a little bit, um, I think that, I think that show still holds up quite nicely because it's kind of generic. It's not specific to '90s. It's just kind of generic life events, kind of like Friends, a little bit. But the only yeah. thing you really see is like nobody has a cell phone. You know, it's like the bag phone in the car and that kind of crap. But yeah, outside of that, you know, I think it, I think it holds up pretty well. So Thomas, you hate the show? I don't hate it. You, you think it should be in the what bottom? I just don't Bottom think there's no way in any list I would ever make that it would be on top of the list. Really? No. It is like the, one of the biggest cultural touchstones of all time. Don't, that yes. doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. What would you say would be number one then? I don't know that I could really rank number one rank off them. the top of my head. But rank I'm just one. saying, I don't, I, it's okay. It's another example of a comedian whose voice really grinds on me. Like, ah. Uh, like Ray Romano? Yes, Ray Romano or... Lots Everybody loves Raymond Hell's names. Candace That's Cameron. the one that I was kind of surprised didn't make your list. Had at more all. of a run in the aughts. Oh. Well. But it did in the nineties, so well, can't make the list. Okay, well. But do you, um, do you remember Gummy Bears at all? Not a sitcom, but I do remember it. There you, do you go. remember that Good Vibrations movie from back in the day? Look at all these things I rank <laughs> above Seinfeld. <laughs> Good vibrations. <laughs> so Mark, any uh, sitcoms you would have put on here that I did not? <laughs> No, I think that's a pretty comprehensive list. I will say for once, this list is not bullshit. I think <laughs> it's a pretty this? good list. For once, how about I, that? I think I think I would almost agree completely with your list. How about that? Except for no, Blossom should have been on there. <laughs> no, uh, I'm sure I figured you would have put Blossom on there. No, it actually, today. I mean, it was one of those shows that I watched I at know. the time, but it's definitely not one of the... <laughs> I haven't seen it in a good 15 years. I was going to say, I'd like to see what you think of it now. I would, too, actually. It, I always like to go back and watch those, well, but I we'll think that's... We'll find out at the slumber party while it's playing. Maybe we should, we'll have a live uh, uh, recording of watching Blossom. We'll have Joey Lawrence Skyped in. What an exciting time for all of our listeners. Oh God. <laughs> but we'll do our Joey Lawrence interview at that time and have him Skyped in. It's amazing. Whoa! How about you, Thomas? Anything you'd throw on there? I mean, the only thing, it's really hard for me to, I can't just like, because I think so many of the things that I watched didn't hold up. It's really hard. And I don't, I'm not, I'm just not, I don't, no. I can't. God. (laughs) Control your gas for a minute and talk. Um, You know, I would put Roseanne on that list for sure. Uh, That was one I kind of Family Matters was a big one in the, in the, in the, you know, in the. That kind of fell under Tank the TGIF. Household. Uh, huh? I yeah, guess that kind of That fell. was kind of in the TGIF umbrella with Full House. I would, you could have put either one of those in there, really, because they kind of all go in the same area. I'm just going opinion. based off my yeah. own, like... Oh, I know. Because that's the only way I can think of it, is, like, the best in the 90s is what I watched in the 90s. I don't really watch pretty much anything from the 90s anymore. So we I was thinking, oh, Step by Step is another big one from step the back in the day. Another TGIF one we didn't mention. Uh, Coach was a big one too, and then we used to watch Wings a lot. Wings, well, oh, I totally forgot about Wings. Yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, watch it much at the time. That's why I didn't put it on here because I don't really remember it. Gosh, we watched that terrible, terrible Grace Under Fire show, which <laughs> I'm not even sure I really liked back then. But 
Come on, um, made me watch it. It's not too good. And then Hanging with Mr. Cooper, we're big fans of too. So it's like all of the not what holding about up nineties shows. Aunt. I could not. Damn, Gina! <laughs> I could not stand that show. I don't like Martin either. The my only aunt. time I like that guy is when he's paired with Will Smith. When he's dressed as a fat lady. <laughs> no, when they're both dressed as fat ladies. <laughs> Honestly, I don't, know Will Smith I don't think Will that. Smith has ever done that. But, you know, Martin Lawrence, Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> comboed both dressed as fat ladies. That's like the one stupid ass thing that was in the new Star Trek. Why was Tyler Perry in that? <laughs> Trying to take over that franchise. Tyler Perry Star Trek. <laughs> Probably. So he has to put his fucking name on everything. It's the most stupid thing ever. I, I was know. like, it's what like, the hell? It's like it's Thomas crazy. Tank's breakout media network, you know? It has to label all the shit he owns. <laughs> Has that happened? Yes. You've basically oh taken gosh. over the network. Oh, my God. You bought all the equipment. You've demanded it to be at your house. You've demanded to do all recordings. Demanded. And so you've taken, you've taken over the network. Demanded. It's no longer the Mark Hudson show. It's, oh the, it's the Thomas the Tank Tank show. <laughs> Thomas the Tank Tank? Why yes. is it a double tank? I don't know. That's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. Those are my additions to the list. And, and realizing none of those shows hold up. It's just what... I you know, I haven't seen Roseanne 90s. in a long time either. I don't know if that holds up at all. We watched, I don't either. We watched I, some of those at Christmas, too. Those are still funny. They are? Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that would go on there then. Maybe that would replace I feel confident oh, most oh, everything oh, else oh. wouldn't hold up. There was other big ones from back then, like oh, oh, uh, Murphy Brown that I never cared Murphy for. Murphy Brown. I never really cared for The that single either. guy. Is that Jonathan Silverman, I think? <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond, obviously. Yeah. Oh, oh, but that was, you know, more... Was it more in the odds? It ran like 97 or 2004 or something, so it barely didn't make it. Oh. Well, this one says 96, but... No, it doesn't? Okay. So that gives it even distribution. No, oh, okay. Mad About You was another big one back Mad then. About You was funny. I like that Lisa Kudrow also on that one. That, that was, was a funny hugely, show. I've always thought Helen Hunt is stinking beautiful. And Mad About You was good. The, the amazing thing about that, have you all ever heard the story about that? Like, about he what? actually wrote the script for her and oh, then no. contacted her and asked her if she oh, would really? like to do it. Yeah. It did suck when really they... Cool. Well, was it towards the end when they got a divorce? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. They got a divorce no! and then the show tanked, or was that the very last episode? Uh, it was near the end somewhere. I don't think that was how they ended the show. No, I don't think that's how they ended the show either. But, yeah, I remember thinking that show was pretty funny. We just didn't watch it that much. It was funny, though. It was funny that the the character Ursula, who was Lisa Kud- Phoebe's twin, mm-hmm. showed up on Friends, yes. came, moved from Mad About You. They showed up at the diner one time, the yeah. Mad About You diner, in a crossover, a slight crossover. Well, and Mad then, About You crossed over to Friends one time as well. How oh, did it? Helen Hunt and one of her friends. Yeah, they showed her that, characters stopped into. Oh, the yeah, that's that's the same coffee thing. Shop. Yeah, it was yeah. in that episode where Ursula fir- first shows up. Okay, and well, that was on Phoebe, Friends though. Phoe- yeah, I know. And yeah. Phoebe's there. Yeah, they're in there for like two seconds. Oh, that's right. They ended up at Central Park in the same episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Amazing. So there's the crossover. So there's yeah. the crossover universes. And just so it said, Blossom was actually rated as a pretty high one back in the day. You get quite a camel toe shot. <laughs> Of Blossom? That's really or Joey weird. Lawrence. <laughs> Doogie Hauser was back then, obviously. Never really got into that. I like Doogie Hauser was great. Yeah. I don't I, I doubt really that holds up either. It. That's all I said. I watched it recently. It's still a pretty good show. Mm. I still okay. enjoy it quite a bit. Congrats. <laughs> cool story. We <laughs> 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 gotta get gassy about it. But uh, okay, well, let's go ahead and return to uh, 2013. However, we do that and uh, get out of the space time continuum. Out, go out, out, go out, out, go 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 out, 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 go, go out, out. That's how we get out of the stream. Go out, out, go out, gasoline high five. 
So let's all go out. <laughs> oh, we're changing the outro music? I we give a little... little. Okay. Why not? If we got to change it, why not change it to new kids? Yeah, exactly. So, I guess, am I doing it this week? Go for it. Um, you can find us at breakroom.tv, which is basically gasolinehighfive.com. It's right. all the same site. Slash the breakroom. Uh, yeah. I mean, or you can just go to the main site. It doesn't really matter. You can go to any of it. Uh, click on any Amazon banner that you find in any of those locations. <laughs> go buy stuff. Help, help us out a little bit there. It actually it does help support the show. It and does. If you buy, whether you buy some TVs to stream to your TV, or you get some DMR free music, yeah, or you buy uh, You're your a bitch, your Avatar dildo, or you can yeah, you can meet Amazon on there as well. You can yeah, go but find you can only Amazon. Meet Amazon if you go through our ad. If you right. go directly to Amazon.com, you can't find them. Just do us a favor and clear your cookies, and then click on the banner exactly. because sometimes we do you know. We want you to support our show. We don't. We prefer that you only help us. Yeah, you're our army. Exactly. So help us. Clean and you want to. You want to help us anyway. So that's yeah. what it is. Helps pay for the servers, things like that. Uh, go to yeah. iTunes. Find us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, definitely go there and yeah. rate us uh, five stars and give us a review, please. Yes, that would be great. We can maybe finally beat Mark Maron's old podcast, yeah. which I don't think we still have. We're only four comments away. Sweet. Well, so, really, you get five close. if we're going to beat them. So we're getting close. Uh, awesome. Uh, you can also find us at uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash the break room. You can find us on MySpace at myspace.com slash the break room. <laughs> it may still be there. I'm sure it is. Maybe. I took it down. It's, it's where Thomas maintains a secret blog. So you get bonus content if you go to the MySpace page. Perfect. Um, you can call us at some number. Uh, oh, now you're asking? Really? Uh, well, yeah. Really? We do that in every... You can email us at breakroom at gmail.com. Breakroom break room show at gmail.com. Breakroom show at gmail.com. God damn it, Mark. What's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is the real WS9775. You can find Thomas at Navid Central. Navid Central and Mark at the Mark. M A R C. I don't know where the number is. I lost it again. Sorry. 469 I'll get it down. I'll so get you can give us a call there. Yeah. Um, Leave us a Twitter.com slash the break room. Did you we already did that. One day you said your I'm at the Mark, T H E M A R C. We did that too. All right. I'm trying to find the number, okay? <laughs> You want to go ahead and go through them all again since we've gone through most of them? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you oh, killed it all. No. Oh, no. So, anyway. <laughs> that's pretty much it, isn't it? Is there any, anything else we have to promote? H&R Block. Yeah. Go to H&R Block for your H&R Block needs. Well, don't go to break rooms. Oh, yeah. Breakroom.tv break slash... Taxes. Taxes. There, there we go. go. Um, so, anyway, I guess we'll be back for episode 158, maybe. Next week is the official start of the Breaker and Biggest Loser Challenge. It is. Absolutely. So I plan on dropping 30 pounds before next week. God. Well, Why we're not going to wait. start it before the weigh-in? <laughs> that That's a good to point. Work That's a good point. You. I'll gain 30 pounds this week and then drop 60 <laughs> the next okay. week. And uh, actually, next week, we are going to... We're taking a field trip. Well, Dustin and I are taking a field trip to the Muse concert. So we'll have oh, a yeah, Muse we'll have concert that. report. And, uh, we'll have a Thomas rant for him not going with us. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And uh, we'll... We're actually going to have Nate back next week doing the news. It was maybe we're, we may push him off again. <laughs> it's happened twice already. I know. We'll probably record on Sunday night. Just probably so. <laughs> some shit will happen. Mark will go back into negotiations. <laughs> exactly. Talking in the lobby. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'll go out. Gasoline high five.
it's time for X-Men. Ever since I could get out of bed without a parent, I was up when it was seven. No alarm, it wasn't hearing yo back when he only needed one remote control. Entire box of Captain Crunch inside a giant mixing bowl. Tailspin, Power Rangers, Darkwing Duck. Never watched the girls' shows, no way, those suck. And the ads all stuck, got to make a fast buck. Still with the Kawasaki Ninja in a Tonka truck. Not too long, ten o'clock rolls around, best theme song starts, and I hit the ground. Got my head in my hands, hand bones to the elbows. And don't hear a beep, cause I'm deep into my show. Toss diversity, and it made you think. And it's always way cool when the clocks go shit. I pretend I got strings in my arms, made a metal, then I toss my little brother, baby cannibal special. Mom and dad can just stay in bed, cause Beast is cool. Wanna do what he does, hang upside down, and then I just bust my head. Ow! Saturday, let's go! Wake up, let's roll! TV, stereo, remote control! Nine years old and I don't sleep in! I live for Fox Kids, it's time for X-Men! Big chair, sit back! No pain, relax! Show break, it's next! Squeeze it, snap back! Done it all before and I'll do it again! Sit back and strap in, it's time for X-Men! I guess when X-Men first debuted, it was Halloween morning, 92! I was straight blown away by the beat of the song that must have must have cleared for this track, am I wrong? Before puberty brought surprising hits, I sit back and relax on my reclining chair! Beautiful, storm was electric, shaking from the sugar high like an apoplectic. I thought fourth grade wouldn't be so hard if I just had that hologram Wolverine card. Spider Man comics and Mad Magazine, Dave Berg, Don Martin, True Artist, RIP. I learned a lot from that X Men show, like how intolerance had to go. Magneto was a jerk, thanks to the Holocaust. Edutainment, holler at the Holocaust. Mom and dad can just stay in bed, cause Beast is cool, wanna do what he does, hang upside down, and then I just bust my head. Ow! Saturday! Saturday so listen to me Every girl that wouldn't kiss me Every bully that would hate me Oh, the world inside my head Best believe that it was better I started reading comic books Scale Simone, hey, oh, I met her But it all started with Xavier's class At 15, Graham Morrison was kicking my ass Yo, this ain't the cartoon But I think I like it more Do you know she's laid waste? Yo, who the hell is Thor? Maybe step up, take no gun inside my head Like the Phoenix Jean Grey Last to check, she was still dead But when I was still 10 I was going to my bed I was dreaming I would rather be immune instead Wake up and they were on my screen Making fun of Scott Summer Saber Tooth and Jubilee Training all day in a room Made for days X-Men, T-A-S, better than a Power Ranger. Mom and dad can just stay in bed, cause Beast is cool. Wanna do what he does, hang upside down, and then I just bust my head. Ow! Saturday, let's go. Wake up, let's roll. TV, stereo, remote control. Nine years old and I don't sleep in. I live for Fox Kids, it's time for X-Men. Big chair, sit back. No pain, relax. Show break, it's that. Squeeze it, snap back. Done it all before and I'll do it again. Sit back and strap in, it's time for X-Men. Funding for this program was made possible by the Corporation for Gasoline High Five Podcasting and by annual financial support from viewers like you. This is The Break Room.